So you've just bought a car, and now you want to maintain it. The question is, what do you actually need to buy? Hi, I'm Ivan. I'm Nick. And this is the DIY Detail Podcast. Today, we're going to go over what you actually need to keep your car clean. Now, there's a lot of great things out there, and if you're a professional detailer, you need more than the home enthusiast. But you're a home enthusiast, you just bought your first car that you actually want to take care of. And now we're going to teach you what you actually need, not what you want, but what you need, because there's a whole plethora of things you can get, and they're fun to have, but do you actually need them? I have that beginner's mind kind of close to my heart right now, because it was October when I started my own detailing business uh, about six years ago. And people said at the job that I was at then, don't start a detailing business in the fall. Like this is something you want to do in the summer. But when the passion strikes, Ivan, the passion strikes. Exactly. And I remember loading up, buying every brand under the sun, getting marketed to, getting disappointed. And so I just having some of those memories pop back up on your, you know, Google Photos app and everything. Yeah. It's like, oh my gosh, it's been six years, right? So I thought, what do you actually need to get started? And there's a lot of, I would say there's a lot of crossover between the brand new mobile detailer and like the brand new anyone wanting to wash their car. So this all applies. It's top of mind yep. for me. And I thought, what better topic uh, for for our brand as well? Just to like sift through what you need and don't need. So Ivan, I would I would just, the floor is yours. Uh, what would you say someone needs right away starting out? Well, you first need to be able to wash the car. And the basic to that is you need some form of liquid. So water to spray it on. You'll need a bucket, you'll need a wash media, and by wash media we mean either the legacy sponge or our nice mitt, one of the two. They'll both do the job, and it really depends, are you wanting to use soap or rinseless? How do I want to wash my car? Now, the easiest, as far as I'm concerned, is the rinseless, requires the least amount of water, the least amount of equipment, and, you know, the least amount of things to adjust with it. But foaming is fun. So there's that, uh, you know, that crossover there. To safely wash without a pressure washer, without a foam cannon, with all of that, rinseless is the better option. And let me explain why it is. So rinseless washing does a different type. They're both surfactants, they both have polymers, but the rinseless washing, the way it encapsulates the dirt and works with it is different than with a soap. Now, incredible suds, again, amazing soap, fun to use, smells great, all that fun stuff. But we're trying to keep this, we're trying to limit this to the least amount of purchase that you need to make. Right, so needs, with versus, rinse, needs versus wants, right? Exactly. So we all want a pressure washer and we all want to foam the car and all that fun stuff. But we'll back up a minute. So the rinseless wash, you need the legacy sponge as your wash media, as what you're using to deliver the product to the vehicle. You'll need a bucket and you'll need some form of sprayer. Now you can use anything from a standard, you know, sprayer, trigger sprayer bottle to a pump ups uh, garden sprayer or an IK foamer or a sprayer. But you need some way to apply the rinseless wash to the surface as a pre-rinse. Because going in on a dry car with just a wet sponge, yes, if you have just a bit of dust, it can be done. But ideally, you're going to pre-spray and let the rinseless emulsify the dirt, break it down and lift it off the surface. Then when you come back for the actual contact wash, which you're going to use the sponge for, then you have a nice, safe wash. And what we're doing here is not only these are the products you need, but why you need them and why you don't need them. So the rinseless wash... 
with with Rinse's wash now, you know you're probably going to get to it. But just so folks know at home, if it's lightly dirty, if it's dusty, you know, you do the rinseless wash and then you go ahead after you apply it and then you wash. But I would right. also say having your garden hose at home, one thing that I wouldn't say it's a want. You need, you need some kind of attachment to the top of the hose, right? So that right. even if you can do the shower setting or whatever, you've applied the rinseless, then you're going to ideally flush it off. So it's already emulsified a lot of the dirt on the surface. You're going to flush that off. Then you're going to apply more rinseless and then do your contact wash. So some kind of uh, attachment to your garden hose is right. going to be ideal. You do want to use running water if you can. Um, it's yep. always going to help you do a nice safe wash. Right. And, you know, there's one thing you have to keep in mind. If you don't feel comfortable doing it, there's probably a reason why you shouldn't be comfortable doing it. So in the example, you know, it's like, well, can I rinse this, wash this car the way it is without pre-rinsing? If you're thinking that, you probably need to pre-rinse it. Uh, And there's a couple of different ways of doing that. So for this homeowner, definitely you can drag a hose out to the driveway, rinse the car down. But some of you live in apartments, you live in condos, you don't have access to running water. And that's where rinseless really shines over the incredible suds. Because now what you can do is go to the coin-op car wash where you put the coins in or the tokens or whatever, and do part of the wash there. You don't have to do the whole wash there. But before going in, pre-rinse or pre-soak with the rinseless, go in then hose off all that heavy contamination that you know the chunks the grit the stuff that you wouldn't want to be dragging across your paint and then pre-rinse the uh, or pre-spray again the rinseless and drive it home now at that point on your drive home yes it might dry on the surface not a big deal because it's not going to cause water spots the rinseless spots will re-emulsify as soon as you put more rinseless on them Wait, why not just rinse it off and then do um, rinseless application at your apartment complex? Well, if you have access to a hose. But I'm saying if you're doing the coin-op car wash, you want to reapply the rinseless at the coin-op car wash before driving home. That way, you're not getting water spots because you're not going to dry it at the coin-op car wash. Okay, so that's to prevent water spotting is to apply the rinseless while it's still wet. Right. So why, okay. while it's still wet from rinsing it off at the coin-op car wash, and you've only put like four quarters in, I think that's the minimum for most of them. So you've only put four quarters in. All you need to do is rinse off the heavy stuff. Then you can drive it home. And you can do this in the winter. You can do it in the summer, anytime. Then when you get home, bring out the bucket, pre-spray again. It's going to re-emulsify what dried on the way home. And then do your contact wash. So it gives you that additional safety and rinseless doesn't mean we never rinse. It means we rinse. We don't rinse after we have applied the rinseless or after we've done the contact wash. And again, being a minimalist, that's all you need. And then you need a drying towel, like our drying blanket or our waffle weave towel. That's all you really need to wash your car. Now, and your significant other is going to think you're crazy if you start pulling her along or him along to this yeah well i gotta go to the car wash i'm gonna pre-spray it then i'm gonna do four coins we just gotta do a quick spray down then i'm gonna put more rinses on the wash on the yeah car, and then we're gonna drive it home and, but no i mean yeah but if you're at home it. in your driveway and you have a hose yeah then you know it simplifies life but i was just giving exactly. the example for the person that doesn't have access to yeah. running water yeah just to make it safe now a few things we might want to add we want to add protection to our paint and we have a number of different ways of adding protection, and they all work extremely well. 
First of all, we have Quick Beads. So Quick Beads is a water activated ceramic graphene sealant. It's not a coating, it's a sealant. So it's gonna last up to a year, but it's not gonna be a lifetime or three years or five years or eight years like our ceramic coatings. But it is a good way of protecting your vehicle. But again, the Quick Beads requires a hose, ideally, because it's water activated, meaning you spray it on the wet car and then you rinse it away or you don't rinse it, you activate it with the hose and then you'll see sort of a sudsy sort of looks to it. And then once that sudsing look is gone, your car is protected. You have a lot less water on the vehicle, making it easier to dry, but also it's gonna keep the vehicle cleaner longer and easier to wash the next time. If you don't have access to running water, then we have ceramic gloss. As far as I'm concerned, our best smelling product, but also it's just a, a big seller for a reason. People love it and it works. It works extremely well and it's used as a drying aid or a drying lubricant. And it's also great ceramic protection. And again, you know, six months to a year is what you can expect out of it. It's not a ceramic coating. Now, if you have a brand new car, not just brand new to you, but brand new car, we have a number of videos on this channel on ceramic coating. And ceramic coating, a lot of people think it's a luxury or think it's a difficult thing to do. You don't need to polish your car. You don't need to do compounding and wet sanding and all that. If you feel that your paint is in great enough shape for you, you love the look of your car, you just bought the car, then you can definitely apply a ceramic coating. And the ceramic coating is the best foundation of protection you can give your paint. Now, if we're going down that rabbit hole of putting ceramic coating on, we need to add a few more products to the list. And they're products that you should have anyways. First is All Clean. All Clean is our all-purpose cleaner. And that all-purpose cleaner is gonna help you. Let's say you've gone a little too long between washes, your wheels are getting a little gungy. The All Clean diluted 15 to one, or if you're buying it in the 16 ounce bottle, it's pre-diluted for exterior use. But for the, uh, you're buying a gallon, you need to dilute it 15 to one. It's a great pre-spray. It's great at getting bugs off and it's exceptional for cleaning wheels and tires. Yeah, I would say it's actually in the need category just because we have yeah, actually named ceramic coating early on as, a, as an absolute need. Like we're saying right. rinseless wash. Yeah. Ceramic gloss or quick beads. Both are the yeah, same exactly. price. Both are excellent sealants yeah. for your paint, right? So just have something that's going to be a lubricant for your drying towel. It's going to yeah. give your paint protection and shine. Ceramic gloss or quick beads, both your friends, right? Those are the only two chemicals that we've mentioned so far. All clean does a different kind of job. And Ivan, maybe you can explain this better because I like trying these products in the house. Not recommended, yeah. not safe for kids. Just be sensible, folks. But sometimes yeah. I'll take my bottle of all clean and I'll spray it on the kitchen counter. Rinseless wash is better at food. Rinseless wash does a better job on my countertop. I thought all clean 15 to 1 would. And so I'm just convinced. I know you have knowledge about this. All clean works for certain things exceptionally well. But rinseless right. wash is exceptional on most things. And I feel exactly. like when it comes to the real dirty greases and oils from the road, when it comes to getting the tire clean and, and watching that brown kind of come off as you're sudsing it up, yeah. I feel like all clean is meant for heavy duty work on exactly car things am i yeah it, what can you tell it's me about a all clean? hammer of cleaning yeah you know we have the we have the finish nailer for the you know the small finishing hammer to do the general cleaning but sometimes you need to knock a wall down and that's where the sledgehammer comes in so 
basically all clean is a very powerful all-purpose cleaner like nick mentioned on wheels on tires it is exceptional it does a great job you have bugs caked on the front that have stayed there maybe a little too long well it's going to help just break them down and get them off the paint safely all clean is a safe chemical it's not a dangerous it's you know it's not going to break anything on your vehicle but you need to use it sparingly it's not not expensive but nonetheless you need to know when to use it and always try the least invasive option first. So the least aggressive option is what you want to start with. And if that doesn't work, then you step it up to all clean, but all clean definitely in the need category. And yep. there are some companies that will sell you a tire cleaner. They'll sell you a wheel cleaner and they'll sell you, you know, three or four different products just to do your wheels and tires. And in reality, all you need is all clean. And if you're maintaining your car on a regular basis, if you wash your car every week, you actually don't even need all clean. The rinse and swash or the incredible suds will clean those wheels perfectly fine because you're not allowing stuff to build up on there. And that's when the more aggressive chemical comes in. If you've yeah, maybe waited a little too long, then you need that more aggressive chemical. Or once in a while, go in with the more aggressive chemical. And... Again, you know, we sort of got off the top of the ceramic coating, but the reason I mentioned ceramic coating, and if you're getting a ceramic coating, you need a couple additional products with that. One additional product, like we mentioned, is the All Clean. The other one is the iron remover. And iron remover is something that everybody needs at some point. Right. I was kind of thinking it's in that want category, but only because we're really not trying to sell you anything no. extraneous here. If no, you no. just want to wash your dang car at home, you do not need iron remover. If no. you're interested in periodic deep cleans, like going to the yeah. dentist a couple times a year, if you're interested in applying the ceramic coating, I would say iron right. remover, if you're starting a small detailing business, yes, it is a need. If you just want to yeah. wash your car at home, it's not. So just to clarify that, but Ivan, yeah, you mentioned ceramic coating, iron remover is something you will need at some point. Right. And iron remover, think of it this way. You mentioned uh, going to the dentist. Washing your car is brushing your teeth every week. Or every day, sorry. Twice a day. Uh, that's washing your car every week. That's, you know, doing your, your regular maintenance on your mouth. Now, getting the all clean in there, that's maybe the floss because it's getting in a little deeper in some areas. The iron remover is going to the dental hygienist and having that tartar removed from your teeth. That's what yep. the iron remover is doing. Yep. It's taking contamination off. It's not needed at every wash. Actually, we don't even recommend you to use it at every wash. That's really not needed. You can if you want to, but it's, you're wasting your money. But once every three months, maybe six months, maybe once a year, depending on how you drive the vehicle, where you drive it, where you're driving through, iron remover is or becomes not a necessity, but becomes a really nice thing because we want to do that deep cleaning once in a while. And do you ever just pepper your wheels, though, with uh, iron remover? As you're detailing, like after you've just kind of, you're not going to agitate much. It's almost like it's a maintenance wash, but you got the iron remover. You're like, eh. you just want to spray it on, see if it turns purple on the wheel. Do yeah, you do that? You can. I, you can, right? It's Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. I digress. Right. The And then the other thing that we need and maybe not need, and this is where th things start moving to the side a little bit, and that's interiors. Now, interiors... We just need some a vacuum cleaner and some microfiber towels Wait. and some okay. form of cleaning liquid. So hold that thought on the interior. I just want to yeah. 
How many do we need a bucket, two buckets, grit guard, just the legacy sponge? Like what um so let's a, get into the bu- nitty-gritty on the exterior here. Yeah, so a bucket, ideally a grit guard, and you only need one bucket, you don't need two. Now, if you want to, the second one would be for your wheels. So you'll have some you may have some tools for wheels. You'll have brushes. Again, if you're cleaning your car on a weekly basis, all you need to clean your wheels is actually a microfiber towel soaked in the rinseless wash or the incredible suds. You don't need more than that. The brushes are fun. They're nice to play with. But do you need them? No. Do you want them? Yes. Uh, so those are some things like that. But on the outside, like I mentioned, we need a bucket. We need some form of wash chemical. We need some form of wash media, which could be the sponge or the mitt. And we need a drying towel. That's all we really need on the outside. Yeah, I do on like the- our soft flag tip wash brush in green. Yeah. Um, you can double that with the tire scrubbing brush, which is a little bit firmer. So you don't need the tire scrubbing brush. We did a short once about how we like, you know, the tire scrubbing brush is nice, but you can do your wheel faces and the tire with that green brush. So anyway, exactly, if you yeah. just wanted one brush, that's a good one. Yeah. Um, all right. So I keep interrupting you, but I just, I'm, I got that beginner in my head of like, give me exactly yeah. what I need. Right. Right. So that's sort of the overview of the exterior. That's yeah. all you really need. And then a good microfiber towel. Um, yeah. And we do have more towels on the way. That's a little sneak peek. I'm not. Yeah, exactly. We have, that, uh, we have a lot of towels coming. Drying yeah. blankets included. We know you loved them. Yeah. Big shipment. There's like, to be determined when, but when it comes, you guys are going to be so excited. So yeah, so are we. Uh, yeah. yeah. So after that, the next thing that we need to talk about is cleaning your interior. Now, we have two different choices here. If you used rinseless on the outside, you can use rinseless on the outside or on the inside. It is a great interior cleaner. Still the same dilution, 256 to 1, half an ounce to a gallon, four milliliters to a liter, however you want to look at it. You don't need to deviate from that dilution for just about anything. And you wash the outside of the car. You can use the same bucket to clean the inside of the car. The rinseless wash just drops the dirt out of the way and you can clean. You just need a couple microfiber towels to clean your interior. One to get the surface wet and then another one to dry. And you want to dry before it air dries because what you're doing is suspending the the dirt in that liquid and your wet towel shouldn't actually be wet you should wring it out till it's almost dry you just want to leave a little bit of moisture on the surface while that surface is still moist that's when you go by with your other towel to dry and pick it up now one if you're using incredible suds to wash your exterior so you're using a soap and water wash instead of the rinseless You're going to need to add two chemicals to this list if you want to do your interior. And one is interior clean and protect. It is our all-purpose interior cleaner. You can clean carpet, fabric, vinyl, plastic, your navigation screen, your instruments, everything except for the glass. Now, you can clean windows with it, but it takes a bit of technique. Uh, If you're using a rinseless wash, rinseless wash is a great glass cleaner as well. So it's really an all-purpose chemical to have. That being said, on the interior, interior clean and protect to clean all the surfaces and then crystal clear glass cleaner to clean your windows. And that means 
if you're listening to Ivan, the value of rinseless wash from start to finish is like insane. Because he's saying yeah. if you don't use incredible suds, you could replace those other two interior cleaning chemicals with a rinseless wash. And that's that's not to sell more product. That's literally it's just to deliver as yeah. much value as we can to you. And and you just realize do not over dilute rinseless wash. Dilute it like we say, two fifty six yeah. to one. One ounce, yeah, more. two gallons of water. If you over dilute it, that's when you may get streaks, right? So just yeah. less is more and it will deliver for you in so many ways. Yeah, definitely. And, you know, for the interior, so if you've done the outside with the incredible suds, you can't use that or you could use it on the interior, but it's not going to end well. Uh, it's just, it, first of all, your interior is really going to smell like grapes. So if you like grapes, might it might be, be a good thing. Yeah. Uh, but that being said, soap isn't really a good interior cleaner. Rinseless wash is, but interior clean and protect. It's, as far as I'm concerned, our unsung hero of products. It just works. It's an amazing cleaner. We get the comment a lot of times on our Facebook group. And if you haven't been to our Facebook group, we have 48,000 members in our Facebook group. It is a nice, safe place for you to go ask questions, talk about detailing, show off what you did. It's just a really fun space and there's no bullying there. And if bullying happens, that person disappears. So you don't need to worry about bullying in that group. And the information that all the members give is solid. So that being said, the, where was I going with this? You were talking about interior clean and protect. On yeah, the inside, so, yeah. how it's our yeah. unsung hero, how it is such a good cleaner. Right. And I was thinking, I agree with you, Ivan, and I wonder if we're going to talk about vacuums at all. But yeah, that's so common sense that if you if you have a vacuum at home, like your shark vacuum in your house, you can take off the extension. You'll figure out the vacuum part or go get the, the vacuum, part, yeah. vacuum. Like that's your own common sense to figure out. Yes, it's nice to have a vacuum. Of course yeah. it is. But we're talking about things that you may and- not have known. Right. And you can go to the car wash and they have coin operated vacuums there. So if you don't have the really space, good ones, yeah, they are. And yeah. so if you don't have space for a vacuum cleaner, you don't have electricity available where you keep your car, then just go to the car wash and vacuum it up. But in, what I was getting at interior clean and protect in our group, one of the things we see often is I use this and I didn't think it would be so good. I didn't think yeah. it would be so powerful. I didn't think it would clean so much. It is an, a, an amazing cleaner. And if you have a convertible, then I'm going to say, even though you have rinseless wash, you'll want interior clean protect because it provides UV protection. On a regular sedan, SUV, pickup truck with windows and a roof, the windows actually provide exceptional UV protection. So you don't really need that. But on a convertible, when you have the top down, there's nothing protecting your interior. So that's when you or that's when interior clean protect really becomes an important thing or an important tool to have. The crystal clear glass cleaner, make glass cleaning simple. And one tip I'm going to give you, do not spray it on the glass, spray it on your towel. The less you use, the better it's going to work. Because if you get that window just soaked with glass cleaner, I can pretty much guarantee you're gonna have streaks when you're done. But if you use the least amount possible and with a nice, good quality low nap towel, you're gonna have a nice clean window, nice clean windshield, without any streaks question for the audience the uh, the studio audience here want yes. or need tire lotion i think i want to go with a need just because it's the way you finish off a detail it's the yeah. uh, it's the shoes to make the outfit really pop right when you've dressed it's the, the cherry tires, on the sun 
Yeah, when yeah. you dress those tires, you know, you add it just right around the edge of the tire, just and it just adds that nice pop. I think it, it just gives that look of a freshly detailed car, which when you do this at home, to yeah. think of all the products that I use starting out from brands I won't mention in terms yeah. of exterior protectant, right? Whether it was like a wax, shine, sealant, whatever I was using as my drying aids and everything, to think that you could get in ceramic gloss the first time you buy a detailing product, that kind of yeah. like insane gloss, shine, ease of clean, right. uh, wipe down and everything, like in terms of not streaking ceramic gloss less is more right so fewer sprays the better just one on your towel one on the paint maybe a couple on your towel just to get it primed and then and then it's just a but to think that you can get that shine on your paint with ceramic gloss and then get those tires shined like by yourself it's going to look like a freshly detailed car oh definitely superpower is that it's you and you're not paying somebody yeah now we have one product on the way and i just want to mention it because Hmm. someone that's new to detailing you hear say quick beads and ceramic gloss and graphene and all these words. And you're thinking, well, what about just waxing my car and ceramic gloss quick beads actually gives you better protection than wax. That's there's no question asked there, but wax has one superpower and that is filling. Now our wax is actually designed to fill flaws, a deep scratch. It's not going to fill, but all those little, what looks like spider webs on your car, it's going to fill those in. It's not going to last a long time. Our wax, like any wax on the market, is two to three months. And But it's just a fun, easy way. And again, you're going to get that gloss. You're going to get that depth. You're going to get that color back. Now, our wax isn't on the market yet. We're still in the research and development stage. But we just wanted to mention, because people think detailing equals waxing their car. Well, waxing was the only thing we had before Mm -hmm. the 70s. And then we had sealants come about. So uh, polymer-based or Teflon or whatever-based sealants came along. Then the next level of protection were ceramics. And it started actually with ceramic coatings, so like our three or five or eight-year coatings. And then it migrated into ceramic-based sealants like our quick beads or ceramic gloss. And what they do is... The ceramics provide that depth, they provide that gloss, and they provide chemical protection that a wax doesn't. Wax breaks down. So wax has its place, still has its place. That's why we're spending all this money and all this time doing R&D to give you a wax that's easy to use and safe to use. But yes, so waxing your car is a form of protection. The world has evolved and we have better protection available to us, but just because it's better, doesn't mean it's the one you need. Now, ideally, what? Go ahead. Well, I was going to say about once a year, I think, man, I want to wax my car. And yeah. I do it and I'm like, oh, that, that was, was a mistake. lot of work. Like, yeah. what was I thinking? Go back to just spray and wipe, right? But just yeah. often enough to like get reminded of that. So, can you actually put that on a red jeweling pad on speed one yes. on like a short stroke DA maybe and like just with no, just, just kind of lay it down with the polisher and the yeah pads. exactly you, you okay. can it, it, it's a lot easier on the shoulders <laughs> and on the elbows okay. uh, but our That's wax funny. is a, a super you know it's a liquid wax it's not a uh, it's a cream wax we'll put it that way so it's got the consistency of a hand cream as opposed to a consistency of water or a consistency of a paste so it's sort of in between there makes it easier to apply and our wax has one really great superpower as far as i'm concerned you can apply it in direct sunlight, 
in July when it's 110 degrees outside and the next day it will still wipe off with ease. So it's not going to bake awesome. onto the paint. Yeah. Uh, you know, that was a big part of the R and D process was getting it so that it's uh newbie proof. <laughs> Put it that way. I remember so, our first conversations with the chemist, like more than yeah. a year ago. And it was like, we want to create the most filling wax ever, like something, but we also want it to be super easy to install sunlight yeah. friendly. Right. And the chemist was like, Okay, so you want everything out of this. Okay, let's yeah. see what I can do. You know, so it's fun to see it it evolve and everything and to hear yeah. those conversations. And yeah, I mean, and people hate on filling. I don't know who does, but those who hate on filling, it's like, okay, so you got scratches in your paint. And now for a temporary amount of time, they're going to be reduced in appearance. We are filling them visually temporarily. Yeah. And that is a beautiful thing because now my car looks amazing. And you know exactly. what? It's going to get dirty again. And this wax is not going to last forever. And that's okay because today it looks amazing. So wax exactly. in its place, it is not dead. And uh, right. I'm really excited for it. And that is pretty much all you actually need. Now, it's not much. No. Now let's go to the want list. Oh, okay. Uh, We're not yeah. done. No, well, we have a little bit here. So the want list, yeah, you want a vacuum cleaner. You definitely want a pressure washer. Pressure washer is just fun to use. And a foam cleaner. Yeah, it has its place. So those are some of the more expensive tools that you'll you'll want. And eventually, if you really get into this hobby, a pressure washer becomes almost a necessity. The other thing for interior cleaning is a steamer. That is a nice mm -hmm. tool to have. Yep. But I would say I, I go the other way. So a steamer is a nice tool to have. But if I'm going to invest in a steamer, I'd rather invest in a good air compressor. Because the air compressor... I would say air compressor first, then yeah. a steamer. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Steamer. And then the last in line would be an extractor. But if you're properly maintaining your vehicle and you're keeping up on it, you'll never need an extractor. You probably never need a steamer either. I did a video on my other YouTube channel. Oh, goodness. Yeah. This is like two years ago. The 10 tools you need for interior detailing. Those are yeah. detailers. So we'll consider these in the want category. I'm just sort of looking at it now. But yeah, you want a good stool, like a rack attack creeper. I know yeah, Ivan, yeah. you believe in a, in a good rolling stool, right? Yeah, so, definitely. Or at least, at a minimum, knee pads. Because kneeling on the concrete... Kneeling on the you know the floor beside your vehicle or gravel driveway, not a happy situation for your knees. So get some cheap gardening knee pads and just wear them while you're detailing. They make interior detailing a lot better too because sometimes you're kneeling beside the car vacuuming out the floor. So those are you know things you're gonna pick up on eventually. And good YouTube, headlamp, good headlamp, yeah, headlamp, well. yeah, oh headlamp for cleaning interiors. Yep. You could be out in the full sunshine and still miss stuff that when you turn a headlamp on, it's like, oh, didn't see that before. So for interior cleaning, a headlamp is great. And then the next step, when we go from car washing to car to actual detailing, mm. it's maybe some way to polish your paint. Oh, we're going into that, into the one. Because I was going to talk about if you can't afford an air compressor or a steamer, Getting yeah. yourself one of those vacuums that also can double as a leaf blower. Like yeah. I had a rigid vacuum that you could detach the top of it and then add something and then it turned into a leaf blower. So like exactly. just still in the want category of interiors, like you can blow out the interior. You can also dry your paint. Although since it's not filtered air, are you blowing dirty air back on or do we should we not overthink that part of it? As Don't overthink it. 
Okay. Yeah. Okay. So basically what the blower is doing on the interior, especially under the seats, under the seats, you're never putting footprints there because you can't step under the seat, hmm. but there's dust that accumulates there. There's, you know, maybe the odd candy wrapper, maybe the odd French fry from a drive through. Uh, so you can use that blower to blow out under the seats and, you know, maybe in the door pockets to get that heavy accumulation. But one of the things that really makes cleaning your own car fun is doing it often. Because the more often you do it, the less work it's going to be. And it's always going to be clean. It's always going to be well-maintained. And you're never going to have to do that deep dive into, I need an extractor. I need a steamer. I need this. Interior cleaning once a week. Just take a rinseless dampened towel or some interior cleaning protect. Go through your interior. You're never going to get an accumulation. And if you can never, if you don't get an accumulation, you're not going to get into having to do that deep dive. So a half hour spent every week is a lot better than two hours in the spring where you're sweating it. And it's like, oh, this is, uh, this is too much work. And that's when you you're making me want to go do that right now, Evan. Yeah. Just oh, a clean interior. Yeah. Yeah. A clean interior is, makes your car feel better. You get in, Absolutely. it smells nice. It looks nice. Uh, you're not afraid to touch things. You're not dusty. Uh, you know, there's not stuff hanging everywhere. So, you know, those candy wrappers, yeah, they accumulate. That water bottle that's been sitting in your door for you know, a couple months, you might want to get rid of that. So those are all things that just make detailing more fun. And detailing really should be enjoyable. It should be fun. It's not a chore. It's not a job. It's an activity. It's a hobby. And it's a hobby that makes you a much happier person. Your car is happier. A shiny car. Now, there's no scientific proof to this aspect of it. But a clean, shiny car apparently gets better gas mileage, goes faster, and runs better. So they say, Ivan. So they yeah. say... Uh, and I get I I've gotten comments here on YouTube. I apologize. People say I interrupt too much, and I I do get excited, so I apologize for that, folks. You mentioned on the want side of things, yeah, a polisher. So I'd like to hear right. your thoughts on that because we get this question often: What polisher should I get? And uh, we do have a whole podcast about that. But yeah, we've got a couple questions. Uh, it's couple you know, podcasts, couple videos. Yeah, yeah. But basically, if you're wanting to polish your paint with a gold standard, it actually can be done by hand. But just like we were talking about waxing, if you think that's a workout, polishing your car by hand is a real workout. Uh, but you can buy anything from a little random orbital sander up to a you know five, six, seven hundred dollars professional polisher. There's no right answer to which polisher you need. It's what do you want? And this is somewhere where you need to start doing a little bit of research and decide what are you actually going to use it for. If your car is well maintained and you're just doing a once-a-year touch-up, that little random orbit sander will do a spectacular job for you. And you can pick one up at, you know, 30 to 50 bucks at any hardware store. The next, we have the 8-millimeter throw polishers. Uh, there are a random orbital or du dual-action random orbital polishers. They do the job. Uh, again, a lot of professionals started in this industry using an 8-millimeter throw polisher. Of, you know, a lot of people call it the Porter Cable. So Porter Cable is a brand, uh, and they're the ones that initiated that type of polisher, but there's been others, you know, after that. Then we get into the more professional polishers. The next step to me, 
actually would be a rotary. And a lot of people are afraid to use the rotary. We have a couple videos on our channel where I take someone that's never polished before in their life and give them both a dual action machine and a rotary. And they pick the rotary before they pick the dual action machine. The rotary is just a nice tool to use. And if you're new to detailing, you don't have the fear instilled in you from years of marketing from people saying a dual action machine is safer. It's not safer. Uh, I can cut through paint faster with a dual action and burn paint much faster with a dual action than I can with a rotary. So speaking of a rotary movement, uh, yeah. the drill brush is also on interiors. I just happen to be oh, yeah. glancing over yeah, that yeah. video I did. It's a nice attachment on your drill, which you probably have at home, to scrub yep. carpets and floor. But that is a rotary, which means it moves in one direction movement back yep. to the dual action and, and polish. Right. Yeah. The next lineup is the uh, forced rotation machines. And they're generally a short stroke, anywhere from 8 to 12 stroke. But they're forced rotation, so they're always moving. Uh, they're always rotating. Uh, you can almost stand on them and they won't stall. So a lot of details, oh, that's the most powerful machine. But again, it's a short stroke machine. So it's not actually working that much. It just feels like it because you can't stall it. You can't stop it. The next lineup is the 15 and then the 21 millimeter stroke dual action machines. And any one of these machines can do the job. And any one of these machines can be your only machine. You don't need to have a variety of machines. You can get the job done with any of them. Now, are all of them the best option in every situation? No, but you can get the job done with just one of them. And to me, if I'm just gonna have one machine, it's either gonna be the 15 millimeter throw dual action or a rotary. And, but from there, again, if, like I said before, if you're only polishing your car once a year, just try the little random orbital sander. You'll be amazed how well it works, how easy it is. It's something you can use around the house for other things and just go from there. I think this is a pretty good list, Ivan. Yeah, definitely. So We kept it bare bones. We gave people yep. a few options if they're trying to expand. And uh, hopefully if, if you need that, uh, that passion you know, uh, yeah. verified or like acknowledged. You've had it today. We feel you. We feel the passion. We know you're excited about cleaning your car. We're here for you. If you have yeah. questions, please ask them here on the YouTube uh, video in the comments below or wherever you're listening. Like subscribe. Leave us a five-star review. It'll help us to continue putting out quality content, which is what we want to do for you. Exactly. And, you know, on our YouTube channel, we have a lot of videos. We have a lot of shorts. And our goal on our YouTube channel is two things, education and enjoyment. We want to make detailing fun. We want to make it accessible and we want to make it so that you want to keep your car clean because the more clean cars there are on the road, the better the world looks. One day you may decide to get a steamer, but that is not a need. Uh, and uh, it is certainly something you'll enjoy. It's like a nice car, right? Yeah, exactly. You start yeah. with a different car. Eventually, it's like a dream car. It, uh, I just happen to be glancing at this video. A steamer will change your life, everybody. But that's for another yeah. video. One day, I'll convince Ivan to get one in the DIY detail garage. But yeah. maybe that's... We don't uh, need 500 horsepower, but it's fun to have. It is fun to have a steamer. If you believe that, folks, leave it in the comment below. Let me know what steamer you like. And uh, yeah, they're expensive, though. The, the good ones are expensive. Yeah, they are. So, but they're worth it. 
Yeah, absolutely. All right, guys. Uh, we really appreciate your time. And what should they do, Ivan? Well, there's this other video up here that's, you know, quite interesting. So we'll have them uh, uh, this way. Yeah. So we'll have them check that video out right there. <laughs>